Good morning, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> I am really disappointed. What's, what's wrong with the Duplo bricks? No, it's not a popular choice, is it? God. Right. There we go. That's nice. It's, it's, a bit, it's a bit more sedate now, a bit more quiet. Right. I'm going, to need, I'm going to need some help from you guys. Um, this is what we're doing. Ego Amy. That's what we're looking at. Um, I'm going to need your help. Does anybody know what this is? Yeah, I hear one. Can't hear me. Oh, is it, am I okay? And, any better? You want me to shout? Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a shouter. No. Is that any better? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. I've heard. I've heard from one person. Anybody else? Anybody else knows what this is? Oh, I'm amazed. So it's just you and me. <laughs> so we're not sure of this symbol, what it represents, or anything. Okay. This is someone's name. This is a name. Yeah, I heard, yeah, that's it. This is what Prince used when he had fallen out, I believe he had fallen out with his record company. And to take sort of ownership of what he was doing, he stopped being referred to as Prince. And this was his new name. Now the difficulty is, Yeah. How do you? What is that? How do you say that? You don't. So he became known whilst he was using this as the artist formerly known as Prince. So, okay. Well, two, a couple of us knew what that was. Can somebody help me with this? These two guys. Anybody know? They've. They had a big influence. Ah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. That is, it's not right, but it's interesting. Okay, let me help you. This is Mr. Rose. This is Mr. Royce. Now, Charles Rolls, Henry Royce. Very famous name, yeah? Very famous names. Now, these two guys have affected our lives today because of what they did. And it's amazing how many people around the world know their names, but don't know their faces but really know their names. Mr. Rolls was a, a motor, um, motor, uh, uh, I've got it written down over here, sorry. Ah, yes, okay. Uh, Mr. Rolls, he was a motoring and uh, aviation pioneer. In fact, he died in an aeroplane accident. Uh, Mr. Royce was an engineer who built aeroplane and car engines. And obviously, together, they founded Rolls-Royce. 
which are used throughout the world on major aircraft use their, their engines. So that's Mr. Rolls, that's Mr. Royce. One more, one more. Can somebody help me with um, who this is? Ah, no, we have, we have a Steve Davis. Anybody else? Right. <laughs> this is, yep, this is a caricature. This is a puppet of Steve Davis. This puppet, who was playing Steve Davis in Spitting Image, wanted to have a nickname. He wanted to have a nickname like Hurricane Higgins has a nickname, or Whirlwind White has a nickname. He wanted a nickname because he was referred to as being very monotone, very dull, and he wanted to show off his personality. So in a sketch with him and his manager, they're trying to come up with names that he can have. And the name he chose was It was interesting. He wanted to be known as Steve Interesting Davis. He believed it was, it was windswept, it was moody. He said it was devil may care. And that's what he wanted to be known as. He wanted a nickname. So, Steve Interesting Davis. Oh. Not moving a lot. There you go. So, what's in a name? There's a lot in a name. There's a lot. When you look at Rolls Royce, there is a name there that people trust, that pre people put their trust in, that they believe in. When you look at uh, somebody like Steve Davis, he's trying to be, he wants to promote himself. He wants you to take him more seriously. So what's in a name? A name is very important. If you have a good name, that's important. You have to try and keep hold of a good name. You have a poor name, a bad name, and that is something that is really difficult to disassociate yourself with. Normally, a good name comes from reputation, because reputation represents your character. It's really important. Character builds good name. Well, good character does anyway. So, God has a name. In Exodus 3, 13 and 14, Moses is having a chat with God. God is telling him what he wants him to do. He wants him to go back to Egypt, where he left some 40 years ago, and he wants him to lead his people out of the slavery that they're in. And he says to God, if I go back, who is going to believe me? Or how am I going to tell them who sent me if you don't have a name? What is your name? And God tells him what his name is. And he says, I am who I am. Now, this doesn't sound like a good name, does it? But you start to look at it and you realize what he's saying is, 
There is nothing on the face of the earth that you can compare me to that actually would, would sort of describe who he is. Now, this is a quote from, uh, let me check his name, from a guy called Dustin Crow. And this is what he says about the I am statement. He says, God's name discloses who he is and what he is like. He is the I am, the eternal, the unchanging, self-existent one, infinite and glorious in every way, and above and beyond all created things. He is God. Just one I am means that and more. He exists because he exists. He is because he is. So that is, that's a big name. So, coming to the New Testament, and now the scriptures are in Greek, and this is the Greek translation of the name. Ego, Amy. Now, having looked at what I am means and who it refers to, who would take up that name and apply it to themselves? You know, who would? If somebody did that, we'd be in a position where it's one of two conclusions. Either you're following a lunatic who's going to take you off the rails and take you to a disastrous place, or we're stepping into a whole new era where things that have been predicted are coming about and things are changing for all of us, where choices can be made, where we can step into a different way of living through the person that is taken on that name. Jesus takes that name up and applies it to himself in John's Gospel eight times. He makes seven I am statements and he also gets himself into lots of trouble with the authorities when he uses this name. When he talks to the priests and he uses this name in such a way that they can't misunderstand what he's saying. When he says, before Abraham was, I am. Now, this two words gets him into all sorts of issues with the authorities because they look at this and think he's a blasphemer. He deserves to be put to death. Now, obviously, at that time, it doesn't happen. But this is how, how powerful this is to those people that understand what I am actually means. So we want to look at the seven statements throughout this autumn and hopefully wrestle with it and go deeper and try to have a better understanding as to what Christ is doing when he is using this name. Because every one of the statements, he begins with that, I am, he then states what he's talking about, he uses a metaphor, and then in most cases he will unpack the impact of that. So that's what we're looking at. And we can expect to maybe hear about thieves and robbers. We can maybe hear about direction, entry point, food, darkness and light, livestock, death, 
life and fruitfulness. All of these things and others turn up in these statements. So we're looking forward to unpacking some of these things.